welcome to another episode of the Diojo Podcast, where we interview our friends in the property restoration, construction, and insurance communities to ask them about their insights, perspectives, tricks, tips, hacks, all those things so that we can each shorten our learning curve for our personal and professional development. So this is part of the Diojo, the Do Your Job Dojo, where the goal there is to help individuals, teams, and organizations to develop intentionally. So this all kind of goes together. And um, the topic today um, has to do with innovation within property restoration and some of the ways that some restorers can use technology both to help their businesses during COVID-19 and obviously following COVID-19 coronavirus to uh, thrive. So um, I'm excited. Our guest today is Andy McCabe of the Claims Delegates. And so he's talking about some of the technologies he's using, such as the Matterport 3D scanning uh, cameras and how that integrates into Xactimate um, and some of the ways to just innovate in general um, in addition to that. So innovation technology is the topic. The guest is Andy McCabe, the Claims Delegates. And in addition to that, I, I thought this would be appropriate time to ask. I, I've, this question has been asked and brought up in various um, outlets. And so I thought I might uh, raise it here. And if this might be a time for this to get interactive, if you want to send me an email or connect uh, through Twitter or Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, you can find me in all of those places um, and, and you can connect there however you're finding us. But do you think it is good for the industry to pursue formal apprenticeship and journeyman type models such as those that occur within plumbing and electrical? Do you think so? A lot of people are talking about how we struggle in Xactimate to get some of the pricing up for um, technicians. And um, it's been brought to my attention more than once, some people talking about, well, we need a journeyman apprenticeship um, type of a model. And I know to some degree reading some of the history like uh, with, uh, with Marty King and his concepts behind the um, certified restorer, the CR designation, um, you know, the idea there was to elevate the industry, right? To make it, you know, there was carpet cleaners and then this up and coming, you know, property restoration segment, um, whether it was carpet cleaners getting into mitigation or contractors doing insurance repairs, um, you know, restoration kind of was this niche that was starting to come about. Um, both um, and people were innovating from the water damage side and the fire damage side. And uh, it's very interesting to read into that. Um, I touched that uh, in some degree as part of a recent article I did for the Intentional Restorer on Restoration and Remediation magazine. It's called A History of Collaboration, A Future of Advocacy. And so I uncovered some of those snippets of history and, and players in um, those developments and I really, I wanted to give a shout out to, um, let's see, I'm pulling it up here, sorry. Uh, Michelle Blevins with Restoration and Remediation Magazine. Uh, the Michelle Blevins, um, who's very generous and active on social media 
and through the website. Um, she did a great article, a brief walk through RAA history. I encourage you to look that up. Um, it brings a lot of the key players out. And Pete Consigli's Cleaning and Restoration article, Founding Fathers of Restoration, um, he brings up four key players and, and kind of their background and, and how they brought that about. Uh, that was really helpful to get a perspective on some of the um, the ways the industry has evolved and some of the people that have helped that. Jeff Bishop has an article in SCRT, uh, 50 Years of Industry History, so it's more of his kind of looking back on the industry, but uh, um, and he comes from the carpet cleaning side, um, so he brings, I believe, I hope I'm not misspeaking, but uh, he brings a lot of that, uh, a lot of the players and how some of those things came about and, uh, you know, how, um, whether it was uh, clear um, or kind of an encouragement that uh, the government basically said if the water restoration industry doesn't write a standard, the government's going to do that for them. Um, that was pretty interesting to read uh, his article, 50 Years of Industry History. And then um, Marty L. King, uh, who we referenced, you know, um, he has an interview on IAQ Radio with Joe Hughes and Cliff the Z-Man Zlotnick. Um, that's episode 463. If you haven't listened to IAQ Radio um, that's a great, and you can find that, um, I believe that's on iTunes. They also have a YouTube page and obviously they have a website, um, and you can look that up, IAQ Radio. So I just wanted to shout out those four resources. Those are, if you have any interest in the history of the industry, that's a, a, a great, those are great places to start. And like I mentioned, uh, my own article, uh, for Restoration Remediation Magazine, A History of Collaboration, A Future of Advocacy, that goes into, it's a part of an interview with Ed Cross. And uh, a shout out to Ed Cross. He made the new intro for the Intentional Restorer. Um, and I use that with our three questions with a pro. So if you've seen that, um, phenomenal work from Ed. The Restoration Lawyer is also a pretty darn good uh, video editor. So um, I didn't want to give away too much of my thoughts on the interview with Andy McCabe from the Claims Delicates. So sorry, the claims delegates. So we'll get into that and then I'll recap some of my thoughts there at the end of the episode. Uh, thank you for listening to the Diojo pod, the D the Diojo podcast. All right. Well, we're, we're here with, um, Andrew McCabe from claims delegates. Um, and, uh, you're out there in beautiful, beautiful bend oregon you can see the mountains kind of there yes behind sir you. that's bachelor right bachelor there yep. the three the, sisters the yonder sisters. behind the old mill district the famous three, the uh, three smokestacks steps. of the old mill and that's an uh, rei now right that's an rei now uh yep. and that whole area downtown you know, right there is you know like everywhere else in the country right now it's just a ghost town it's it's really eerie yeah. but it's it's great to be here. I mean, look, I can't yeah. just, yeah. you can't get enough of this. Yeah, we, we've had pretty decent weather up here in Tacoma, but uh, uh, the sun's not quite as shining as it is there. So uh, I know you're a, a Oregon State Beaver alum, so I wore my uh, Ducks uh, yeah. you know, pullover for you. I got my Pepto-Bismo. I'm all right. I'll be okay. <laughs> I can look well, at this for a little while. <laughs> well, and I'm up in Seattle, so I almost get the same reaction. This is Husky country, so um, you know, but uh, or Cougars. Dirty dogs. Dirty so, dogs. Um, 
So it's a, a little bit about your background. Um, you know, I became aware of the 24-hour tech. Uh, you wrote that, um, published that in 2016, is that correct? Give or take, yeah, I think that's yeah. first or second, second edition, for sure. And you started Claims Delegates in 2012. So you've kind of been on the forefront uh, for a long time of the remote Xactimate estimating. Um, and kind of the topic I wanted to get in today is uh, Matterport and kind of innovation, especially in light of this COVID situation. So why don't you Absolutely. tell us a little bit about uh, your background in the industry and how Claims Delegates um, came to be. Will do. Will do. Thanks for having me on, Isaac. It's, uh, it's amazing. It's yeah. cool. Uh, it's it's nice we have this this ability nowadays, yeah. right? Because we we can't shake hands in real yeah. life. We get we get scolded by our wife. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I started uh, I started in, in restoration really early, uh, 1999, okay. uh, and made my way up, you know, through all the ranks of doing all the various stuff: water damage technician, project manager, estimator. Yeah. In 2012, I I broke out because I saw an opportunity. I saw <laughs> that the way claims are even even back in 2012 the way claims are being handled the way interactions are being handled exactimate became very much a claim settlement tool yeah versus a a construction estimating tool right so with that frame of mind i said well i could, i have this skill set i'm going to take this particular skill set that i have in exactimate and my knowledge and background in restoration and I'm just going to go freelance. I'm going to go yeah. take it outside of the the common, you know, back then people thought I was crazy. They said, you yeah. can't do that. No one's going to pay you to write their exacttimate estimates. That's why they have estimators on staff. Right, right. Well, fast forward eight years. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know how, how big now, yeah. the, the remote exactimate estimating um, industry is, but it's got to be big. It's got to be gigantic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so when Matterport came along, I just saw that as an, as an extension of what I was already doing. So uh, me and, and claims delegates and, and the writers that I have on staff, we are an extension of the contractor. We are an extension of the consultancy. Uh, we are an extension of uh, the adjusting, you know, the adjusting firms to a certain extent. Um, we are their eyes and ears. So we would go out there and do their measurements, do the photos, write the estimate and submit yeah. it to them. Well, Matterport allows us to do that just at a much, much finer detail. Yeah. The, the, the ability to go out and I don't even have to be, and I, it doesn't have to be me. It doesn't have to be me or my camera in any major market in the United States. I can find somebody that runs a Matterport camera for a living because they're already out there doing it for the real estate agents Yeah. Uh, and have them go, Hey, scan, do this loss, send me the information. And then, you know, within a day, I can walk that loss as if I was there. Huh. So it's, uh, it's, it's changing, changing the game for sure. Well, I guess, you know, my, um, I've, I've, I've been aware of it. I've seen you and a few others post on it. And I know you posted the other day looking for some help in the Seattle area. And, um, and I guess that kind of sparked more of my interest is, um, uh, so even pre COVID-19, right, this is, I guess, can you walk through the dynamics of how Matterport works? Do you just set a camera up in the room? It's taking a 3D scan. Like, how long would it take an average 1,500-square-foot ranch-style home? How long does it take to, you know, do the Matterport process as far as you're, you're in a house that size less than an hour. Wow. 
and 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 dimensional sketches and you've got you've got the it's the, layout see, the, the regular matterport camera the pro 2 is what i use <laughs> Uh, and they they do interface the the Matterport platform does interface with the 360 yeah, the 360 cameras the Theta Theta V I think is one and then there's a Rico 360 or something like that. There's you know that they're they're about the yay big and yeah and they take a 360 picture. Well, the magic of the Matterport platform is it takes those pictures and 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 weaves them together wow. into your full full model. But the Pro 2 has six lenses and three lasers wow and the, and they're, they're offset you know you know one up one down one straight and it does exactly what you just said they you set it in spot does it rotates 360 degrees takes a panoramic picture you know 4k picture with all those yeah. lenses and measures with lasers and then you move it to another spot and then it does the same thing and then the software takes those two data sets and molds them together and wow. the real, the magic happens when, when we're done, we can just click a button and order what Matterport, what Matterport calls a true sketch. And they will send us an ESX file, an ESX sketch. No kidding. Perfectly dimensioned according to what we just did. So, so that, as far as time savings and everything else and accuracy, frankly, because yeah. not everyone yeah. has, you know, yeah. you're pretty good at what you do. I'm, I like to say I'm pretty good at what I do. Yeah. Uh, but I still can't be as accurate as one of these cameras can when it comes to sketching. So we had we had a previous conversation um, uh, about uh, kind of the background behind 24-hour tech, and you and I agreed. I mean, we went through a period, I remember when I was estimating um, in Oregon, uh, we had freezes, right? And, and I mean, just, you know, hair on fire. Um, you can't keep up. And you can't keep yeah. up. So, you know, we had to whittle our process down to, like, if our techs could give us good detailed pictures and a good sketch you know i can i can write a pretty dang good estimate from that yeah, and you i know can that take it from there and run so and that, with the yeah, that's where the matterport plays exactly into that yeah. same it's the same mentality of let's let the technicians and the the lower wage for lack of a better term the lower yeah, the wage guys, guys to get just the frontline guys to get all the data yeah. so you don't spend send 150 an hour 150 dollar an hour guy out yeah um you know or whatever you know 75 dollar sure. an hour whatever project manager is yeah. it's expensive it's expensive labor and you're paying for windshield time and yeah and that you're exactly right that was exactly the mentality behind the 24-hour tech is i couldn't be everywhere you know yeah. i couldn't as a project manager estimator see every single job yeah. in time uh, yeah. to make the kpis for the all the programs and everything else so i had to find a way to get the the frontline guys get the data yeah and that's it's a beautiful thing so I, you know, a lot of people I talk to, they say Matterport, especially. I think you um, showed some uh, pictures of, you know, a large commercial loss or a hotel or something like that. Obviously, that's going to exponentially cut down your time with a laser, you know, oh, uh, taking measurements and whatnot, and the accuracy. But this has real applications even in the residential world. Um, obviously, oh. we probably don't want to talk dollars, but it's a significant investment, I would assume. Um, mm. Well, even think about when when um, infrared cameras came out, right? They were yeah. they were fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. But people still bought them because they were still they still made sense. They still there was a, still a business case for them. Do you know that? Uh, I mean, what is the average Matterport uh, cost? Full setup, you're about forty five hundred dollars in. Oh, really? It's not bad. 
I thought it in was the grand scheme of things. Wow. Okay. No, 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 no. The camera itself is 3,200, but then you got all the accoutrement, the depending the, on what the, you want your kit to be. Sure. Yeah, you got yeah. the the Pelican cases or whatever else to so you can travel with it without a break in and things really? like that. Really? So five so forty-five hundred bucks all in. Yeah. Yeah, five grand. Wow. But you know, with Matterport, you got to pay for the service. I think mine okay. is fifty bucks a month. Um, and there's, there's some tiers. There's yeah, there's tiers. I don't know them offhand. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I've got unlimited, unlimited spaces. They call every scan. They call it a space. Yeah. Um, so I've got quite a library of, of yeah. uh, past jobs that I've scanned that I can go yeah. back to at any time. Yeah. And that's where the, on the, on the other side, once a claim goes bad and goes legal, right? Sure. No, no insurance company or contractor wants to go to court opposite this kind of data. Yeah. And that's the real beauty of it is, is this, it plays to a jury so well that you can walk you them through the claim, right? You can literally walk them through the claim. Yeah. It's, it's priceless. So if you're yeah. thinking long-term, if you're playing a longer game, it's, it's a no brainer. Go get yeah. one today and start using it on every single job. There's a, there's a company, I think it's Chicago fire and flood or Chicago fire and water. They have 45 Matterport cameras huh. and they scan every loss, every water <laughs> loss. They use it on mitigation. Right, well, I, they do I, a pre pre scan on mitigation and a post scan on mitigation. Yeah, and it's CYA to the nth degree. Well, I, yeah, and this probably sounds like we're doing a running advertisement for Matterport, so hopefully we get our royalty checks. <laughs> right, but really yeah. the, hey, the Tomer, intention, Tomer, if you're listening, yeah, yeah, you, you got my address. The intention is to talk about the technology, right? Um, and it's funny you bring that up that there's a company that has 45 of them. Um, I don't want to name names, but there's a company I work for, pretty reputable and large. And when I got there, they were still using brick cameras with the three and a half inch floppy disks. And this is in the, in the 2000s. So this uh, is in the 2000s. Yeah. And so I can remember well, I was at a service master. Uh, when did I start? 2002. And that those cameras with the three and a half inch floppies was high tech. You know, that was top of the oh, line. Yeah. And you had your folder of like just all these floppy yeah. disks, you know. I mean, they were thick. Yeah, yeah. We were Here's using Polaroids. Yeah. When I started, oh. and and you would you to submit, you know, you would yeah. We would tape the Polaroid yep. to a to a piece of paper and run it through the fax machine. Yep, yep, yep. And oh, forget yeah. about I, it. I'm trying to remember. I think I start like uh, I want to say exactly. It was either 18 or 22 or something like that. But um, <clears throat> yeah, that's uh, so so. You know, please understand, everyone. This is in, intended to be about technology, not necessarily Matterport, but they're on the front edge. So they are on the front edge, and they're. Well, let's let's mention a couple other. Uh, Magic Plan is, is similar. Is is well, yeah. It's yeah. hard to compare. It's sure. really there, but it does the same thing. It it you lets a machine do the sketching. The machine sure. captures the environment and the data. Yeah. Um, so it takes a human error and a human time frame out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's other 3D cameras and um, yeah. I think even like Rigid and stuff like that have uh, um, adaptations, you know, Bosch. Um, I'm working with a contractor now that has a Bosch and it does the sketch for you. And you can even take the photos in the app and put your measurements on the photos, you know, so. Nice. Um, I mean, there's just, yeah. there's so much and, tech out there that if you're not using something, you know, it's, you're, you're, you're cutting yourself short. Well, you're just behind. You're, yeah. you're, 
you're just behind. Everyone's going to outrun you. Yeah, for sure. And the and Matterport just happens to be the, on the front edge of the curve. Well, and that's um, what you have experience with. So obviously that's what you're going to talk to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, but, and with, as with every technology, there, there's, you're never going to be number one forever and you're never going to be the only one forever. There's going to be other technologies and other yeah. companies that come into this space. Uh, and, and I think it's better for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can, yeah, that's another topic. I was going to say, yes, it uh, is. I remember when, um, Steve Jobs, I guess his favorite invention was like the disc man. And so they had created the iPod, you know, and then when they're updating the iPhone, they're like and incorporate the music and they're basically going to make their own technology obsolete by doing so. And it was a leading seller, but they're like, if we don't do this, somebody else is going to. So we want to yep. be the first. So, um, you know, disrupting Absolutely. yourself. I, I think that's where, um, especially for restoration companies, if you're not trying to disrupt yourself and be on the front edge, you know, people are going to take you over. Um, well, and I think a lot of people are running scared. Yeah. With yeah. That, that right now. Yeah. Well, and, and, I think, and uh, we've got to start innovating. That's, uh, you know, speaking of topics for another day. Yeah. That's, that's going to yeah. be huge. Well, and that, oh, I think. Lose you? Yeah. We yeah. had a little bit of a blip there. Um, <clears throat> I think so even pre COVID-19, right. I mean, it, this COVID-19, a pandemic like this shows we have holes in our systems where um, we need to innovate. We've known we need to innovate and now you're going to have to innovate, right? I mean, this is, this is going to be, um, you know, the imp implications health wise and to the economy are going to be, uh, you know, um, the extent is to be seen. Right. So um, yeah, as far as, and that's kind of the goal of this is, you know, no one has all the answers, but we each are getting puzzle pieces and trying to, uh, to the best of our ability, share valid and legitimate information rather than just conjecture. Um, so now with COVID in mind, um, I think I've seen, there's a few companies that have promoted, um, you know, adjusters can't go on to sites or not being allowed to go on to sites. So Matterport um, potentially is a, a very uh, helpful tool with regards to sites and getting, um, you know, surveys of damages and that kind of thing. Um, yep. Well, and, and in some cases, you know, with the auto industry, they're, you know, they're having people do their own scans of their cars and things like that and settling claims online. Yeah, that was already and, uh, done. Yeah. And yeah. So, so if, if you put a piece of technology, make it smaller um, and put it in a, in a smartphone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's where, I mean, I keep coming back to magic plan. Magic plans, an iPhone app. Yeah. Well, just tweak it a little bit for the carrier and the carrier, all of a sudden you know, the, you've yeah. got a homeowner walking through their own house, documenting their own loss. Now I, I, I have opinions saying, about that, but yeah, um, it's, it's plausible. I want to say 2014, somewhere around 2014, we had a couple claims where um, that had happened. And it, it, it's just like in a, a disaster scenario, right? It's an initial check. Some homeowners don't necessarily understand that. It's your initial settlement. They're trying to get money in your hand. You right. still want right. to get valid estimates and those kinds of things. But um, yeah, I that's coming. And if the tech is catching up, you know, I mean, and, but that's, that's for adjusters, in-house adjusters, independent adjusters, and then restoration companies, you know, um, and then I know a, a, a 
a, you know, a hot point for you is the TPAs and those kinds of things, you know, but uh, <laughs> I mean, innovation is coming, right? So, um, and it's here, you know, so how do you well, see? I think one of the biggest hangups people have is, is if I'm going to spend $5,000 on this camera, how do I charge for it? Yeah. And yeah, I, I always go back to the, the infrared camera analogy. We don't charge to use infrared cameras anymore, do we? Yeah. No, or don't charge to use our little Bosch, you know, we don't laser measures. Yeah. Charge for the laser, you know, my, yeah. my, my laser tape with the Bluetooth. I don't charge for that. Yeah. Um, so we've got to get out of that mindset of, well, yeah, I need to be able to charge for this and look right. at it. Like, what does this add to my business? What right. does this, what is a value add? It's a very significant value add. Yeah. And you don't have to necessarily have a line item and exact make for it. Yeah. Well, but on the flip side, someone like yourself or some of these restoration companies, if you're providing a direct service to the carrier or the adjuster solely for the purpose of going in to do the Matterport scan, obviously that seems like that would be a legitimate, you know, charge. Um, well, it's a, it's a charge for an inspection. Yeah. Now, how you do that inspection. Yeah. Is between is, you and the carrier. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's what tech, what technology you have on hand. So yeah, I absolutely charge for inspections. But don't charge for the camera just because you you won't feel like you need to make up for whatever yeah, using it on your own losses. Yeah, and then the, yeah. I think I would think the savings would be exponential if I could have back in that flood oh, scenario had Matterport scans. Now, can you like zoom in and get dimensional? Like, say there's a you know the the bathroom and there's flood cuts and the floors out. You can zoom in and can you get dimensions off of the scan? Oh yeah. No kidding. Oh yeah. They just came out with they they've been refining it and this year they this uh, last last month two months ago um, I think it's been two months where they actually have a feature where it used to be only the owner of the scan could do measurements okay but now once you make a scan a, a space uh, public any any person with that link can go in and draw do, draw a line and get a measurement anywhere huh. and it's it's slick it's huh. Yeah. yeah. How high, how tall is that baseboard? Well, it's, it's two and a quarter. Well, it's no, three okay. and a quarter. It's four inch. Um, how, how big is that window? It, easy, easy. Mm. Um, well, so, yeah. I, I have a, a good friend. He's an independent adjuster, but he also flips houses and he uses it, like you said, for real estate to do the 3D walkthroughs. Um, and he's done some cool um, like um, uh, time lapse you know, basically the process from start to finish, what it looked like previously and then, and then afterwards. And so it's pretty, pretty trick, you know. Um, well, so, now they're doing uh, virtual staging. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you can so add you in. Can, you can put in your couch or I, I'm thinking, well, let's, let's try out these new cabinets. Let's try out this new countertop, right? Yeah. Let's, let's put that vanity in there virtually to see how it looks. Yeah, uh, it in that then it becomes a a, a sales extension to the sales team. And yeah, it, it, for your for your upsells. Um, well, it, it's price. There's there's you know I guess maybe for property restoration companies that have the the technology, um, you know digital home tours. I mean there are still going to be home sales. They're going to be less, but the uh, I think right now my wife's a realtor. They're encouraging two people at a time. You know like the the distancing uh, and, and lots open of, house. Uh, okay you know, for, for, a, a well, even a walkthrough, um, I don't think they're doing open houses, but like, you know, if you're doing a walkthrough on a house that you want to buy. So, um, okay. man, that, you got my wheels spinning. Maybe, uh, I need to, uh, 
drum up $4,500. And <laughs> hey, man. Um, and it's a, it's it just it's priceless data. Yeah, uh, the yeah. the fidelity uh, of the data set is is unmatched. Yeah, and and it's there forever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's you know, people that people need to just stew on that. Like right. I have a data set of this space that is accurate, ninety nine point nine percent accurate. I mean, down to that. And I can go back to this space, this point in time in this yeah. space forever. Yeah. So, I mean, I've already had, I've had, I've already had spaces where they had one loss and then it came back uh, a year later with another loss. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I, 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 I know we've done similar and you have this sketch, right? And then of course there's one more room that got affected the next time or something. I was even thinking of landlords, you know, you can do your pre walkthrough and oh yeah, uh, this is the conditions prior and um, it's documented at so many applications. Well, I, I, I told you I didn't want to take up too much of your time and, and kind of the platform is three questions. Any um, closing comments with regards to innovation and restoration or, or the tech? Well, I think we all need to embrace um, embrace technology in a, in, a, in a very meaningful way, especially yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, if anyone was on the fence of, oh, maybe I should, you know, I don't know if I should go in this direction. Right now is not the time for, for sitting and, yeah. and wringing your hands and trying to make a decision. Right. Make a decision. The, the, yeah. the, 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 the road, the road of life is paved, <laughs> excuse me, the road of life is paved with squirrels that couldn't make a decision. Huh. Okay. <laughs> so don't get run over, make a decision and go yeah. with it. Yeah. And and if Matterport fits in your business model, you think it'll fit, do it. Yeah. If if a 3D camera that's not Matterport fits in your business model, do it. Yeah. But there will never be. You can't ever have too much data. Right. Uh, and and you can't ever have too much access to data. So th this is a what we're talking about is democratization of data and yeah. and space and and the more people, more eyeballs we're able to show our work to the better off everyone else is in my opinion yeah well and, and and like you mentioned on the other side if if someone's coming in after a claim after you and they have this technology versus your traditional you know usage um you're gonna they're gonna eat your lunch you know so well you're uh, gonna look like you're driving a model t right yeah. what's your 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 hashtag is uh thickest file wins right thickest so. file wins baby yep um, well, so, so people that want to, um, get in touch with you and, uh, you got the 24 hour tech. If, uh, if there's companies that are behind on, um, trying to figure out how to help their techs, get them information so they can, um, keep things going. That's a great resource. That's on Amazon. Um, yeah. And, uh, and it's, it's not technology. It's paper based. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful thing. You don't need a cell yeah. signal to write down. Timeless. Uh, yeah. Documentation. Um, and then, so uh, claims delegates, you know, you've been on the forefront of, uh, of uh, writing estimates remotely and then also the Matterport service if, uh, if they have questions about that or want to consult with you. Um, so what's the best way to get a hold of you? Andy at claimsdelegates.com. Okay. That'd be great. And then claimsdelegates.com obviously is the website. Obviously, yep. Very good. Uh, if you want to check out the 24-hour tech, it's, it's the 24hourtech.com. But uh, – that's right. It has on its own Amazon will give it website. to you. Yep. Yep. 
Well, awesome, Andy. Thank you for taking the time out of your day. And, Absolutely. Uh, go enjoy that sun with your kids. Will do. Great to see you, man. Take care. Well, there you have it. That's a wrap on another episode of the Diojo podcast. Listen to by tens throughout the nation of America, United States. So, um, man, uh, I learned a lot from Andy McCabe, claims delegates. Um, I know probably like many uh, became aware of Andy when he was making YouTube videos and um, that launched into uh, the Restoration Rebels. <laughs> I worked for a company at the time that sent out an email that uh, we weren't supposed to have association with Andrew McCabe or his content or like him on LinkedIn. Um, some of you know what I'm talking about. Um, but uh, so, you know, Andrew is opinionated. Um, I think his opinions reflect many in the industry and, you know, with some of the frustrations and feeling like contractors, there's not as many relationships and contractors are getting picked apart by people that, um, you know, don't touch claims, don't have the background and those kinds of things. So it is, uh, I think it's encouraging to see, I think the Restoration Rebels have a piece in that picture. You know, uh, you can't see it in the video, but um, Andrew was, the backdrop was beautiful downtown uh, Bend, Oregon with the mountains. If you've never been to Bend, Oregon, it's just beautiful. Great beer, um, nice people, great ski mountains, hiking trails, all of it. Um, it's great in the summer, great in the winter. And uh, and um, I believe the first Restoration Rebel Conference was out there um, and uh, in, in Bend, Oregon, because Andy wasn't sure whether people would attend, and so he held it in his backyard, which is smart. So ever the entrepreneur um he uh, i i was aware of the 24-hour tech his manual which really is um uh something that's important to me you know training technicians if you want the details so that your estimators can write good estimates it's so important to communicate to technicians that we get paid for what we document more so than we get paid for what we do so those photos and our our files you know andy's um uh, tagline the thickest file wins is accurate you know we got to tell the story of the loss and teach our people how that gets translated into exactimate you know and andy writes remotely for other contractors um you know and and i've had some experience with that as well and so trying to educate people on what you need and so if you're not training and not teaching your people uh, i wrote an article <clears throat> for the intentional restorer you know garbage in garbage out and the, the first part of that is breaking down even how you take the call. If we are not investing in getting our technicians the right information and setting up a system where it's clear and consistent and everybody's accountable, um, you know, how often do you have that rogue, you know, your, your best sales guy, but he never gets anybody the details. Um, you know, you're, you're setting, your messages are mixed where you're not uh, enabling your technicians on the front lines to have the details going in to be able to relay those details back up the line you know so if your expectations and your systems are inconsistent uh, you're going to struggle and so my mind is reeling with how this Matterport camera 3D scanning 
And then integration with Xactimate can just accelerate that. If it, if it goes to the detail that Andy talks about to where you can scan in and get dimensions and all those kinds of things. I've already seen the Matterport scans. There's um, several others that are using them. Um, you know, Home Estimating Services comes to mind. Um, Andy's work comes to mind. And uh, Titan Restoration, Rachel Stewart's company, you know, um, had posted on LinkedIn about uh, using that to help adjusters and agents with remote claims, you know, when they're not being able to go into losses. Our guys have the PPE, you know, our team members have the PPE and they can go in and scan a loss. And, you know, that's a, a great way to innovate, you know, to and, and accelerate that remote uh, service. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm dubbing, he's the first that I became aware of long before it was as, um, prevalent as it is now, you know, the godfather of remote estimating for property restoration. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a great, um, tool and where it makes sense, you know, um, Matterport obviously is not the only one, I'm not trying to be an ad, but that was Andrew's experiences with that particular tool. So, um, one thing I think he brought up that sticks out, if you do have to go to court and you're defending your file with tradi traditional documentation versus somebody that's using newer tech, that could be a pinch point, you know. So, um, you know, if you're on the fence, that was a great closing quote, the road to life is paved with squirrels that couldn't make a decision, <laughs> you know. So um, uh, thank you again for listening. Um, I, I appreciate uh, people's input. And um, it's just been great to see people reach out and um, be willing to come on the podcast and present and share. Um, you know, our industry is, is great at uh, people sharing their information and figuring things out as we go, which, uh, you know, that was kind of the title as I pitched it was, um, you know, innovation is going to be our only way forward you know, as we enter into the new normal. We don't know what the new normal is going to be, but uh, we know it won't be business as usual. So please, uh, if you get a chance, take a read um, on that longer article with uh, Ed Cross there, an intentional restorer. And again, some shout outs to people that have really written some awesome pieces on the history of the industry. Michelle Blevins, Pete Consigli, Jeff Bishop, and then, um, you know, as always, the IAQ Radio boys, um, they've got great information and, and a treasure trove of insights from people. Um, and Andy McCabe, too, uh, he does have his, uh, he's restarting, refiring his Claims Clinic podcast. Uh, so give that a listen, and uh, we'll see you next time. Morning. We're up. How are you, man? Hello, hello. Let's do that. There we go. There we go. One more thing here. Oh, dang, you're outside. Oh, dang. Hot damn.